Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Yo, welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. Sheesh, beautiful weekend up here in New England. Absolutely gorgeous day today. Beautiful, Peter. (laughs) Beautiful day, Peter. Beautiful. (laughs) Actually, used that joke earlier today. It was my mother-in-law's birthday, so we had a big party here at the house. You didn't use it on her, did you? (laughs) Beautiful birthday, Peter. Uh, No, beautiful day. Had a great party. The pool was popping. It was warm. Like everyone had a great time. I didn't eat too much food. I did drink a little bit of alcohol, so calories, whatever. I'm going on a cruise next week, so. Hey, I am right now. FK, you're cruising? No, I'm having a, having a little drink. Oh, a little boozeroo. A little nice, nice, nice. Uh, Bud Light Margarita Seltzer. Okay. James, I heard you've been drinking today. What's going on, buddy? You're looking rough. Oof. Oof. You know, when it's nice at the Jersey Shore, man. All you do is sunshine GTL. and drink. <laughs> GTL. You fist pump, you know, you got you the go, laundry, you go to the gym, you go tanning. I got a question. Do they what? have tanning beds on the end of the beach? Like, do they have like an area where they have tanning beds next <laughs> yeah, to the beach? Yeah, it's called the sun, Tyler. I yeah. don't believe it. I, I honestly. Yeah, it's convinced. called a, a beach chair, man. No, it was, it was a beautiful weekend here in Jersey. Uh, yesterday, the, took the family to the beach, you know, 76 and sunny, beautiful day. And then this morning, it must have been like the best golf day of the year. It was 70 degrees, sunny, nice Orange. little breeze. So we got uh, me and a couple buddies got an 18 on a very extensively hard course. And uh, yeah, it was fun. And then I passed out when I got home and woke up and I was like, oh, shoot, I got a pod to do. My question yeah. is. Is whenever I get the okay to go golfing, my wife is like, "Okay, you've got like two, two hours to go golfing," and I uh, sit there she and puts I a time limit on you. Not a, ta- not a time limit, but that's her expectations. Now, like, have for, you seen golf? for people, yeah, for people who have actually played golf, especially if you do eighteen, I played eighteen with my daughter one time, and I was the only one hitting, and it went for three and a half hours. And there was nobody on the course. No one to chat so, with in between. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, like stopping, getting a couple drinks again. You're looking the, like a five or six hour tour. Yeah, 100%. it's usually about four to four and a half hours to play yeah. 18 holes. Well, if you my, know what you're doing. my bachelor party, we went to a nice course and we got there at 830. We left that golf course at 430. Like that Ooh. was the ex- eight hour like, day. Yeah. And I, just I did mean, the math, it, it checks out. Wow. That was good. I'm your resident mathematician here on the Dynasty Happy Hour. Oh, so you're in the planets too. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm into Uranus. <laughs> oh, you asked for that one. Off the you know, rails already. When softballs get lobbed up, softballs go over the fence. Alley-oop. All, All right. Dougie does is hit dingers. <laughs> I'm Doug and I hit dingers. <laughs> and I hit dingers. <laughs> the kid's a freaking legend. What's he up to he right is. now? Is he in high school yet? <laughs> Probably not. 
He so better be dingers. playing professional ball. <laughs> He's hitting dingers. He should be on like the Sandlot Four. What are they up to? They had a second one, right? So he should be on like the, Sandlot Three. Now, if you want that T-shirt, I know Rotoware has that shirt that says uh, "I'm Big Al and I hit dingers." That's that's all it says. I, I might have to look into that and see if it's still current. <laughs> all right. Well, now you can officially welcome in. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on this week. We're gonna talk our main topic. We're gonna hit some news. Then we're gonna do a little keep trade cut action. We've got a bunch of scenarios, and we're gonna talk about them here on the pod based on positions and whatnot. But before we do that, I want to make sure, like, hopefully, not only are you listening to the podcast when it drops in your feed, you should be subscribing to, you know, that on whatever service, whether it's Google Play, it's Spotify, it's iTunes. Um, Like, yeah, you should be subscribing. But if you're not and you're like, you know what? It's Sunday night. The NBA finals are on. What could I be doing instead of that? Oh, I could be watching Doug, Tyler, and James on YouTube or Facebook. So like and subscribe on YouTube. Just search Dynasty Happy Hour. We're live every Sunday night at 9 Eastern. And this week, we are brought to you by Fantasy Points once again, where you can use code DHH22 to get 10% off a Fantasy Points subscription. As you know, you're you're a listener. Your first time, I'm just going to let you know that 90% of subscribers made the playoffs in 2020 and 2021. That's going to be 90 plus percent in 2022, because this is one of the elite options for fantasy football, fantasypoints.com. Lowest price in the in- industry. They have an analytic-powered draft tool. There's a DFS optimizer. If you play season-long, it's great. You play DFS week-to-week, it's great because you can do that too. And a ton, ton more. So check out fantasypoints.com and use code DH today. So we've already heard from James and Tyler and what they've been up to. Let's get into some news. So first bit of news here. It's a slow time of the season, but we do have a few nuggets. And for- first, before we hit the news, I just want to say RIP to Marion Barber. He passed away this week. I remember Marion Barber being one of my, the favorite running backs to watch because he was so physical. Obviously Tyler saw him because he's a university of Minnesota guy, along with Lawrence Maroney. They were in the same backfield. It was around the time when I was in college and I had friends up at U of M in college. So I actually saw a game with him and uh, good old Maroney. And that was like the prime Minnesota Gophers football. What a backfield those two. He, so he's from Minnesota and yep. I actually have a phenomenal story for you guys. Well, please share it. So I I played kind of intramural, not intramural, but uh, I played kind of amateur baseball. It's just like, you know, towns around the area would play each other. Well, a good friend of mine, Nate, he knew somebody that pitched up in the cities. Guy threw like 90, 92, really good. So he would come down and play. And I asked him, I said, hey, you know, you played up in the cities. I know he played against Joe Maurer. And I said, how, how was it? He goes, you know, you weren't talking about Joe Maurer never struck out in high school ever. That was his, what he was known for, but he goes, Maurer, you could at least get to hit like a double. Like you, you weren't like overly scared of the power, but he goes, Marion Barber was the scariest batter because that dude <laughs> could crush the ball to the point where it would embarrass you off the mound. Like he said, there was so many times that, that guy he just saw, went hard. He's like, there's so many times this guy, like just, crushed the ball and then that pitcher's confidence was gone like and it just ruined the pitcher's game he said he was the scariest batter he's ever faced and he faced joe mauer many many times so barber wasn't just a a tremendous football player he was a tremendous athlete and yeah it's just it's sad because apparently um i think ron johnson up here in minnesota on the radio said he tried to get a hold of him multiple times get down there and Barber just declined. So there was something, yeah. you know, the, the CTE thing is a serious thing. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's like that was unfortunately when any football player, Vincent Jackson, Marion Barber, any of these guys that are younger and they pass away, like it's sad, but that's usually the first thing that I think of. So yep. rest in peace, Marion Barber. I remember he was a lot of fun to watch. Just uh, he yes. was like he was a little Marshawn Lynchy to his game, just not as quite as talented, um, but a lot of fun to watch Marion the Barbarian run the football. All right. So let's get into some news. The Buccaneers are optimistic free agent Rob Gronkowski will resign before training camp. Um, yeah, I think we all knew this, but <laughs> Gronkowski won't be signed before Tampa's mandatory mini camp. Returning for mini camp, uh, returning for training camp remains in play and has always been the likely target for the four-time All-Pro. Rob doesn't want to do at this point in his career. He doesn't want to do any more work than he has to because he knows that he can sign up on the last week before the season starts, and he's good to. So, are you trying to get Gronk as like a throw-in in deals? possibly from somebody, especially in tight end premium. He should be a, a tight end one again if he comes back. Do we agree with that? Oh, for sure. Yeah, especially if Godwin is out, you know, two I don't to three even think weeks. It, I don't even think it matters if Godwin's out or not. Tom Brady's still his freaking quarterback, man. That's true. But me personally, I think Godwin, if he, I mean, that's another news story. Godwin seems to be ahead of schedule after we heard a month ago that he's behind schedule. So who knows what this new cycle, but he's who the hell knows what these schedules are he's somewhere yeah. in between. So he's on schedule. <laughs> he, yeah. He's <laughs> we'll just say he's on schedule, but yeah. uh, in my opinion, I think Godwin's going to get a ton of targets this year. And as he uh, should, in my, in my opinion, I think Russell Gage actually helps open that up. And I don't think he's going to demand as many targets as Antonio Brown. No. So I do think that Godwin kind of gets his and Godwin, in my opinion, is going to be the main target. But I, no, I think Gronk is a, a tight end one. I'd say tight end seven, tight end six. I'd say seven to ten is probably accurate. Like and He's going to have some big, big weeks. And, you know, he'll, he won't be Cade, super consistent, but who cares at tight end, honestly? Kate Otten, Otten wins for next year in that aspect because he gets to learn from the goat at tight ends pretty much. Cameron like, Bright, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kate Otten does get to learn from Gronk. Maybe if Gronk's even in the building half the time. Yeah, probably not. He like he's like, okay, Gronk run route, Gronk catch ball, Gronk spike ball, Gronk, Gronk score see touchdown. you later. Gronk yeah. sit down. <laughs> yeah. Uh in running back news, we had the Browns re-signed running back Dearness Johnson to a one-year contract. Deals worth up to the standard restricted free agent tender amount of two point four three three million. So pretty significant money for Dearness. Um, but the full salary is only attainable through incentives. Now, that's obviously going to be a little difficult because he's third on the depth chart behind Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, the Browns compromised by guaranteeing him 900000 Johnson slots in as the number three. Now, he's behind Chubb. He's behind Hunt. But he could rise to the number two if the Browns choose to move Kareem Hunt. And that's been a rumor here and there. Obviously, Kareem Hunt hasn't been super duper healthy either in the last year. Yeah. So uh, Dearness Johnson showed what he could do when he took over as the lead back. He had what a 25 carry 150 yard two touchdown game as the guy. And he looked awesome. So I like Dearness Johnson as one of those guys that I like on the back end of my rosters because he's one of those guys that like he might be buried now, but he could be startable at some point during the season. And those are the type of players that I love to roster in dynasty. What do you think, Tyler? No, I'm I'm 100% with you. I I loved what I saw. I thought I honestly I think at times he looked better than Kareem Hunt last year. I know Hunt was a little little banged up, but Johnson had the juice. Yeah. For me, Hunt, he's the number 2. I would not be shocked though if they do move on from him, like say cut him, but Stefanski likes a a huge, you know, running back depth. Uh, he's all about that. You know what I think is interesting? I think um I think if 
depending on the Watson suspension, which we've heard rumors of this week, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, if Watson is suspended for a long time, and I think they'll be run heavy. If oh, Watson yeah. isn't suspended, I think it'll be more of a mix. So it'll be interesting with if Watson doesn't get suspended, and that might hinge on what they do with Kareem Hunt, right? So like if Watson's suspended for six, eight year, uh, they'll keep Kareem Hunt because they're going to need him. If Watson is only suspended for two, four games, that might make it more likely that they either cut or trade Kareem Hunt. So I think a lot of that um, hinges on the Watson uh, as far as Dearness Johnson's role as well. So just some thoughts yeah, off the top and of as far as And as far as depth goes, I mean, they went out and they picked up Jerome Ford in the offseason yep. via the draft. And they, they still, still have Dalton, Demetri which Felton, I like too. Yeah. Who was, who was good, definitely going to be a, a pass catcher Special in that teams. offense. So and Dearness Johnson, he he can come in and, and spell Nick Chubb for a little bit if need be. Yeah, Tyler, like can said, you spell I, Nick I, Chubb? Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah. Spell it. Can you spell it? C H U B B. We'll allow it. Ding. All right, yeah. carry on, James. <laughs> yeah, uh, like you said, I know I know what you mean, but I was just super oh confused. God, you guys are kidding me. That was a C list joke right there. God, you know what? I give up. Um, never mind. <laughs> He's done. All right, let's keep it moving. Broncos wide receiver KJ Hamler is practicing at OTAs. Hamler wasn't cleared for the start of OTAs, but the Broncos are likely to limit his offseason reps. But this puts Hamler on pace to be ready for the start of training camp. Now, there's been some KJ Hamler hype because Russell Wilson was like, this kid's going to be a star, and everyone perked up. Um, KJ Hamler, he's a guy that's probably on some of the back end of some of your rosters. But when you look at Hamler's skill set, like, He's that burner. He could be like a Tyler Lockett if he's healthy. You know, he's a little smaller. I get that. But the speed is there. You know, he had a a really nice career at Penn State. So, you know, he's a Tyler favorite already uh, because that's a given. But, James, what do you think about KJ Hamler? Is this a player that you're trying to go out and, like, acquire on the cheap before, like, that potential, like, he blows up a little bit maybe with Russell Wilson? Uh, I'm not sure. Or too many mouths to feed. Yeah, that too many mouths (laughs) to feed. Uh, Cliche. It's like, I got too many kids, man. But Nick no, I, I liked I liked Hamler coming out of Penn State. He had very crisp routes. Just never really got the chance. He got injured. Dealt with Drew Locke for a while. Teddy Bridgewater. So I I think he has a shot to shine. If anything, his value will increase throughout the season with Russell Wilson. So yeah, now right, right now he is a buy low. And if you can get him in as a, a throw in to any kind of deal you're doing, I totally suggest it. I like it, Tyler. Any thoughts on KJ? Yeah. I I'd love to have him on my on my roster. So if you can, I mean, even a late second in this class, I'd love to do that. So I'm probably Ooh, higher on him. Feels like an overpay. Yeah, I'm a little higher on him, but I mean, he's still young. He's young. He's younger than Jalen Tolbert and all those guys. You shush. So, yeah, Tolbert's my guy. Anywho, all right, let's keep it moving. Jaguars running back James Robinson has resumed running on the field. As we know, Robinson is five months removed from his uh, from landing on season-ending IR in December with a torn Achilles. While not cleared to run at full speed, this supports Jacksonville's August timetable for the third year back. With Robinson on track to return for the early part of training camp, Coach Doug Peterson has talked up Robinson as a three-down back this offseason. Whatever. A rule he's held the first two seasons, but there are workload concerns with Travis Etienne back in the mix. And we've seen some, some video footage and the one Matt Barry retweeting with like inject into my veins of Travis Etienne running routes, looking good, catching the ball. Um, I think Travis Etienne is one of the risers that we've seen so far in the last few weeks in, in terms of ADP. And he went from a buy low a few months ago 
to now he's his price is getting a little expensive. Yeah, like James Cook plus. Can I can I talk to you guys about Etienne? So there's been nothing about being a full time role player at all. I mean, he it's, only did it in college for three years, so I mean, I know, but in the NFL, nobody's even talked about it. But yet, all you hear is about pass catcher Debo Samuel. Like that, that's what's been brought up. I'm I'm starting to get a little worried. Like Doug Peterson should come out and say he's our lead back. This Has is Doug our... Peterson ever said that about a no, running back. And, and thank exactly. you for bringing that up, Doug. But he will never do that. He's just as confused he as we are. He didn't do it with Miles Sanders. Running back. He didn't but, do it with anybody. But the hype on Etienne is getting a little extreme. Like I get he's he's talented. I think he's RB eighteen. Right oh, now. we'll get we'll get to him in our Whoa. keep trade cut. Whoa! So oh. putting the horse before the cart, um, cart before the horse. Foreshadowing. The horse. Um, but yeah, there's I I I like I said I I he was third, Najee Harris, Javante, and then Etienne. I had my struggles with him. I didn't think he had the agility. I thought he had great straight line speed, but man, that guy could not move in a phone booth. It was just straightforward. <laughs> so I did have my issues with him. I do think he's got pass catching ability in this offense and Trevor Lawrence knowing him, it helps, but I'm out at his, his price now. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get people are going to say James cook. Plus I feel like, I feel like ETN ceiling could be massive this season. It could, but it also could leave people wanting a lot more. You got to risk it for the biscuit. My friend, I guess it all depends on if James Robinson is going to play or not. Yeah, that I is just the Achilles think you, heel. I just think with an Achilles injury, no draft capital, like ETN, Liz Frank, okay, not not huge, not a huge injury, um, but first round draft capital, elite college prospect, like James Robinson could be Philip Lindsay, like he could be like have a couple solid years and then he's a journeyman, um, because a lot of UDFA running backs may have one good year and then they struggle going forward. So it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on that situation. In Some starting quarterback struggle right off the rip. Yeah, like the next one we're going to talk about. So great transition, James. Pro Football Network's Mike K reports that Zach Wilson has struggled with accuracy in the Jets' OTAs. And I quote, I got a close look at Wilson on Wednesday during OTAs at the team's facility, and I came away with a shoulder shrug of sorts, Kay said. Wilson got off to a rough start in team drills as his first four passes were as follows. A throw behind Corey Davis, a throw that hovered over everyone, a clear throwaway after being flushed out of the pocket, and another bad misfire. Kay said Wilson later completed a few nice throws over the middle and heavily targeted second-year wide receiver Elijah Moore. To me, that's the nugget I like. Yes. Zach Wilson... Elijah Moore, go buy Elijah Moore while people are like, well, they drafted Garrett Wilson. They have Corey Davis. The Don't care. Elijah Moore, mad talented. Go buy the, the dip. The issue with the Elijah Moore thing is the person who has Elijah Moore is an Elijah Moore fan. Like Not that's necessarily. The thing. Not 100%. <laughs> that is how it is. Because everywhere I go, every league I go where I don't have Wilson. And I'm sitting there like, okay, maybe I want a Jets receiver. I'll see if Elijah Moore's cheaper. By Corey Davis, he's it's mad cheap. Always, always the guy who's like, oh no, Elijah Moore's better than Wilson. Garrett Wilson's wide receiver too. And it's like, what what the hell? Okay. Dude, just so, trade Jerry Judy for Elijah Moore. The, the issue is is quarterback. Is like we saw Zach Wilson struggle with the same thing this time last season. 
It was the exact same thing. It was overthrow. It was panic in the pocket. It was couldn't complete passes. And you know what? We saw that in BYU tape. Whenever we saw that with Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. 100%. Zach Wilson may have bulked up, but you know what's going to happen? It's going to slow him down trying to run out of the pocket because he's panicking for no reason. Like, there, I worry about the pass catching people and even Brees Hall. I worry about because. If he's struggling in wheels up for Michael Carter, that's all I want to hear. (laughs) If he's if he's struggling right now, like he's going to struggle later on. He's struggling without on Joe Flacco. Boys, is he still with the Jets? I don't know. I I think I think they have like Case Keenum or he's still there. Him and Mike White. Mike White, legend. Uh, Mike White. Yeah, legend. But no, I, I, I mean, you guys know Chef is way off Zach Wilson, so I I bet he's a great. Yeah, I was never on him. Yeah, literally. All right. <laughs> Let's get into our next sponsor slot. Boom. It's Trophy Smack. We know them. We love them. They've been flexing some of these customized belts on their Twitter recently. They're just moving into a new office. They're going to host a live Scott Fishbowl 12 draft. What's not to like about Trophy Smack? Uh, the answer is nothing. You can upgrade your fantasy league today. Football, hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer. It doesn't matter. You completely customizable belt. James just recently won one. Trophy Smack has the right trophy for you. Use code DHHRING, get a free $60 championship ring. With the purchase of a trophy or a belt, they also have stuff for the losers of your league. Toilet bowls and whatnot. Poops. Do they have poops? I don't know if they have poops. I'm going to find out. Once again, that is code DHHRING for that free ring at checkout. All right. Let's get it on. It's keep trade cut time. James, you're in the roughest shape of all of us, so I'm going to have you kick us off first. Oh, now we've well, got each we've each got five that we want to go over. Thanks. And then we're gonna we're gonna do a little debate on who we would do. So James will you know for format, James will say this is my keep trade cut, and then Tyler and I will go through it, and then James, you can add anything and circle around because it will be your pick, and then we'll do that process. All right. Well, I have a couple of running backs to start it off, guys. Ooh. And you should have three because it's keep trade cut. Oh, <laughs> it's not keep a trade. A few running backs. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> um, speaking of jackass, Crazy Dobbins, Crazy Chef, Saquon Barkley, Bork. and Alvin Kamara. Now on this is an easy one for me. Dynasty Trade Calculator. All three running backs are equal to twenty-five points. Give it two to six tenths of a point in difference in scoring. And there, I am. I'm. I was stuck on this one, really. It's pretty easy for me. Same. Let's you hear go, it You then, can go guys. first, Tyler. See if we agree. I'm going to keep Alvin Kamara because his value right now to everybody else is lower. Okay. But his points to me are more valuable. Oh, so okay. Alvin Kamara is at the age where you're not getting that value. For me, the value lies with J.K. Dobbins. I'm trading him. And I, honestly, I think I could get more for Dobbins than Saquon. Just because of the name cachet. I mean, Dynasty Rich is in your league. You're getting two first. <laughs> I, lo- I love you, Rich. But, man, that, that dude loves him. Some J.K. Dobbins. Uh, yeah, for, for me. And then Saquon's a cut. It, that one's hard. He was almost a sure. keep for me. He was almost a keep. But I think Saquon's value is just so low. And I may say that now and kick myself in the head because I know I did my research and I know there's going to be research that says otherwise. But... If I'm in a league, I'm going to have a harder time trading Saquon than I will J.K. Dobbins. They're currently the running backs 13, 14, and 15, according mm, to DLF. Yeah. 
break log jam. Uh, I'll give you mine. My also trade is J.K. Dobbins. I think this could very well be peak dynasty value for J.K. Dobbins. Um, I'm a little people just dismiss Gus Edwards like he's nothing, and he's not. He's a very good running back. Um, I know they're going to run the ball more off more often this year, so I know J.K. Dobbins will get more work, but I just don't think he's going to live up to what everyone thinks he's going to be. So for that reason, I'm going to trade J.K. Dobbins. I'm going to keep Saquon Barkley. I've, I, you know, I was following you, Tyler, for a minute because I get your process. I'm going to keep Saquon Barkley because, you know, I'm going to, I'm hoping his injuries are behind him. They've made improvements on the offensive line. Um, Barkley is one of the best athletes we've ever seen at the position. You know, his first two seasons were absolutely electric. Um, I think they're going to improve this offense behind Brian Dable. So I'm going to go with the Barkley being only 25 years old. And then I'm going to cut Alvin Kamara. And this one's tough because you could go either way. Just like, you know, we're splitting hairs here. Alvin Kamara, I think, is built to have a long career because he doesn't take big hits. He doesn't have injuries. He's in a Saints offense where he's not going anywhere. And they know how to use him and they use him smartly. Are the best days of Alvin Kamara behind him? Probably. But he should still be a 1,500 total yards type of back between 8 and 12 touchdowns, maybe more. So that's tough. But I think Barkley... Um, it's close, but I'm going to keep Barkley and I'm going to cut Alvin Kamara. James, what are you doing? Oh man. I don't know, man. That's why I asked you guys. All right, just <laughs> That's talking. fair. That's fair. You don't, have to, you don't have to chime in if you don't. I, I would love to keep all of them. I mean, they're all pretty valuable and obviously their value is, is pretty stable. Um, but no, I, I guess you're right there. I mean, you're trading JK Dobbins. He's the younger prospect, only 23 years old compared to Barkley's 25 and 27 or 26 rather with Kamara. Yeah. I don't even care about um, those three. I think I want to keep Alvin Kamara just because I know he is going to be utilized in that offense as a what primary. Idiot, target. Doug. <laughs> Doug's and, an idiot. and Saquon, I, <laughs> maybe I'm I mean, the smart one in YouTube being injured the past two years. I'm not sure if that offense is going to take the step in the right direction this year. It's yet to be seen. There's a lot of talk about it, but like I said, yet to be seen. So with that being said, right. Barkley, my boy, bye-bye. Uh, Tyler, you want to go next? And I'll, I'll, I'll be the I caboose. will because All I've right. also got one with Barkley. Ooh. Now, I I have one for quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and then I have a bunch of positions together. Okay. And then I have a rookie one for an extra if we need it. But Jeez. Uh, mine is Saquon Barkley, Travis Etienne, and Kenneth Walker the third. So Ooh, Saquon Barkley at DTC is 25.3 for value. Etienne 22.1 and Walker 24.2. Now for rankings, Saquon is RB8. Travis Etienne's RB17. Walker's RB18. Now for ADP, this is where it gets wild. Barkley's RB6. Still. After years of disappointment, Travis Etienne is RB15. I think that's on the rise. That's going to be top 12. For sure. Kenneth Walker, RB17. So keep trade cut. I'll go. I'm going to keep Etienne. So I, I see that ceiling potential with Etienne. I'm going to keep him, although it would kind of make sense to trade him if his value does go up. But I'm going to keep him because I believe in Travis Etienne. I am going to cut. I'm going to cut Barkley. And I'm, and I'm going to – no, you know what? I'm going to trade Barkley because he has the most value out of these three. So I'm going to trade Barkley, and I'm going to cut Kenneth Walker 
but does he have more value than Kenneth Walker? I get on DTC, he does, but we got to think from a league perspective. I mean, there's a lot of people of what you have you done for me lately, and then added with the the art of younger. I've never seen him do it. He could be the guy. He could be a Jonathan Taylor. Like there's an art. I said what I said, and I'm going to stick with it. (laughs) All right. All right. So I'm going to trade Travis Etienne. Because right now the buzz is all around him. I'm with you on that. All right. There's a lot of media going crazy over him. Kenneth Walker, I'm keeping him. He's a young prospect. He has a lot less competition in his backfield. But he can't catch passes, James. I mean, he's only got a a penny (laughs) or two ahead of him. And um, hey, here's the how We already know Barkley, how my thoughts were. I think it stays the same on this one. Here's a fun stat Kenneth Walker two years younger and has played as many downs in an actual NFL game as Travis at the end. <laughs> Dang. All right, let's move on to mine. Uh, do we have to do running back all at once? Or it doesn't matter. Okay, do you. I'm going to do wide receiver here. So uh, these are my three. It's T Higgins, DK Metcalf and Jalen Waddle. Godspeed. Okay. This is easy for me. Oh, it is Tyler. Please chime in. I am going to, Keep T. Higgins. I'm going to trade DK Metcalf. And then I'm going to cut Jalen Waddle. I'm on the same page. I have traded DK in a lot of leagues just I've because. I've traded for DK in a couple leagues. I And that's fair. But if, if I'm getting equal value that I was last year for DK, I'm out. Like, I love the player. These lower body injuries are starting to creep up on him. He also had injury history in college. I'm. I'm a little worried. He's got Tyler Lockett there still. And, uh, you know, Noah Fant isn't going away because Drew Locke knows Noah Fant. And Drew Locke, in my opinion, is the starter. They've hyped him up so much. It's gross. Like, I've never seen somebody not deserve that much hype than Drew Locke. So, I'll, I'll piggyback off of that. You know, T. Higgins, the hype is real on him. And we saw what he can do in that high pace throwing offense of the, of the Cincinnati Bengals. DK Metcalf, he doesn't really have a quarterback. I know we just named Drew Locke, but is it going to be Drew Locke? We don't Could know. Be Baker. Could be Baker. And either way, I'm I'm not willing to roll the dice. I want to get rid of him and get the value that he's worth right now before he gets uh even worse in the in the regular season with whatever quarterback he's going with. And then Jalen Waddle, you know, as as well as he did last year in his in his rookie year he's not going to have all those targets this year that he had last year, not with Tyreek Hill in the offense. I think his value took a, a drastic hit in the off season and I'd be willing to let him go compared to the other two. Yeah. Currently T Higgins is a uh, wide receiver seven in startups. DK is wide receiver eight. Jalen Waddle is wide receiver nine. So they are back to back to back. I, uh, I think I agree with you guys on this one. So this was so pretty- low key to a, him coming out and kind of smashing the media, I like. Quit being so Russell Wilson to a and be yourself. Like you have a little attitude to you, Don't and I so love. Nice. Yeah. I loved hearing that. Russell it's like, Wilson's okay. so nice; it feels fake. And it, it might is. Be. And I it think he's be. a robot. <laughs> is he a bird? He was a Seahawk once. <laughs> he. I, I mean, there's a whole I, thing birds, about birds I, being not real. I, oh, I know. I'm. I mean, I check nests every day. Be like, this is. I a mean, retard. I kill birds every day and dissect them just to find this the robot a, parts, and I haven't found any. <laughs> this is a re. This is my research. I, I go check birds' nests, and those are the wireless chargers that they sit in. Uh, nest thermostats. Oh, 
what? could be a link we're on to something we're on to something we're on to something <laughs> all right let's move on to the next one back to james all right well let's keep it a wide receiver deontay johnson chris godwin terry mclaurin i swear you're checking my notes no <laughs> we got deontay coming in 25 years old last year of his contract with Pittsburgh, Chris Godwin just got re-signed but will be injured for a portion of the season. And then Terry McLaurin also waiting on a contract extension with uh, Tyler's brother, Carson Wentz, at quarterback. What say you? All right, I'm keeping Chris Godwin. I'm a Chris Godwin guy. Don't care about the ACL injury. I think he's the most talented of this bunch. I am going to trade Deontay Johnson because there's always a sucker stealer fan that's going to overpay for a player. In every league, and I think Deontay, um, I like his talent, but I'm going to trade him uh, while he has the most value. And then McLaurin, and I'm a Terry guy. I love Terry McLaurin, but for me, he's the cut out of these three. I, I feel like I'm with you, but to be a little different, I'll mix it up. Uh, I will actually keep Deontay because I, me personally, him being at camp, I think he gets a contract. He, he showed up. I mean, I they're not paying he, a quarterback huge money anymore, so they, they should be able I, to pay him. I'm going to keep Deontay. I will, trade I will Godwin. trade Chris Godwin and cut Terry McLaurin. I think McLaurin's value is just diminishing right before our eyes, and we did this last year. The, the Jahan Dotson news has risen. Jahan Dotson super. We were high. robbed of Ryan Fitzpatrick to Terry McLaurin last yes, year. That's we all we yeah. wanted. And, and by the way, Ryan Fitzpatrick hanging it up. Yeah. After 17 seasons, Legend. great, Legend. great career, 30, almost 35,000 passing yards, 240 plus touchdowns, and uh, just a lot of viral chest hair, bearded memes. So thank you, Ryan Fitzpatrick. See the one that he was like a Civil War general. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I guess I guess I'm with you guys. I mean, Deontay does have the, the uprise of value, even though we don't know what's going to happen with his future on the Pittsburgh, whether or not he plays for Pittsburgh, but he could go into an onto another team and be a wide receiver one. So I'm mm-hmm. not too concerned about that. Terry, I still have trust in Terry and Godwin with the injuries over injuries and maybe the last year of Tom Brady. I'm not, I think I'm going to go with keeping. I love Chris Godwin too. That's hey. tough. Uh, yeah. I'm going to cut Godwin. Trade Deontay. Just like the doctor to his knee. How dare you? Talk to James Andrews, probably. Does everybody's easy. All right. Now, I'm going to go quick. And I heard this one on the Ballers. And I loved this one. This one was very good. And I wanted to bring it up. So, shout out to the fantasy footballers. They did this one. Keep trade cut. Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, and just or Justin Fields. Now, Trey Lance value and DTC, 35.8. Lawrence, 32.6. Fields, 29.8. Quarterback 11 on rankings for DLF for Trey Lance. Quarterback 8 for Trevor Lawrence. Quarterback 15 for Fields. But for ADP, quarterback 13 for Trey Lance. Quarterback 11 for Trevor Lawrence. And quarterback 15 for Justin Fields. So Mm. what do you think? I'm I'm going to jump in here, and I'm saying I am trading Trey Lance. Yes, that's what I was going right to say. Right now, yep. while the value is at its highest, without him even taking an NFL snap this season, mm-hmm. um, Trevor Lawrence will be my keep. I think with a new regime, uh, 
with Doug Peterson coming in. I'm not an absolute S show. Couple, going on. Yeah, exactly. A couple more weapons for him to utilize. I think we will see a better version of Trevor Lawrence this year. And obviously, um, who's the Fields other one? Justin the, Fields. The yeah, button. the Bears really did not do much to help his situation out. And we all know that they are rebuilding. It's going to be a while before we see Justin Fields actually hit his ceiling. So, yeah, I'm out on Justin Fields there. I agree with you 100%, James. This was an easy one for me to trade Trey Lance, to keep Lawrence, to cut Fields. Easy peasy. Tyler, I'm swa- I'm swapping Lawrence and Lance. Really? So, yeah. I think Lance's value is diminished a tad just due to the new Marcellus Wiley and Acho, Acho, Acho. They just destroyed him by hearing from the beat reporters, which I'm going to give you guys a newsflash. San Francisco beat reporters are terrible. They're bad. Like you saw (laughs) some guy try to get beat up by Javon Kinlaw so he could not work like work or write. Like that dude was happy to get his butt kicked by Javon Kinlaw and mocking him in camp, trying to provoke him just so he could not have to write or anything like these guys are jokes. Like there's some that are okay, but man, for the most part, I'm not listening to them. So for me, I'm going to keep Trey Lance, the, the upside Trevor Lawrence scares me a little bit just because the inaccuracy was real. Like he was really bad and really inaccurate. And with that, it's thank goodness. Doug Peterson came in because, you know, urban Meyer would have actually destroyed him. I think like he would have just destroyed his career. So for me, I'm going to go with the Kunami code and Trey Lance. All right. It's my turn, right? Let's go. All right. I'm going to go back to running back. I've got these three Cameron Akers, JK Dobbins, Derek Henry. Ooh, that's kind of easy for me too. All right. Go ahead. I'm going to keep Derek Henry. Give me those points. I'm going to trade Dobbins and I'm going to cut Cam Akers. Okay, I think I'd have to be with you on that one only because you're not going to get much for Derrick Henry. You're going to get a lot more for J.K. Dobbins at this time. And then Cam Akers has the question marks coming back off injury. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're keeping Akers, you're keeping the bigger risk, even though Henry had a bad injury. I think Henry's still like I mean, all three of these guys are coming off injuries, right? (laughs) So Henry came up with a video of him running uphill. Extreme. I, I, I saw him run through the hill. Actually, it was crazy. It would not shock me. He was running uphill at a speed a man should not be running at uphill. He's a, he's, he's an Adrian Peterson. He is. Freak he athlete. is. And I think we just have to live with that because AP played until thirty two. Eight. Yeah. Thir- <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, Henry's up just there. Just in the league a year, a year or two ago. Uh, so Cam Akers RB thirteen, Dobbins RB fourteen, Henry RB fifteen. So a very interesting area from your startup ADPs for those three. Um, I'm going to agree with you guys on this one because I don't think, I think if anything, if I'm a win now team, I'm going to try to trade for Derrick Henry while his value is low. Um, you know, I'm not too afraid of him not having a good season. But and then, on Askins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, and then, you know, Akers, some concerns there and then Dobbins concerns there. So it's, uh, I'm going to take the sure thing. And it's Derrick Henry. I know he's going to get 300 touches and probably have 1,500 rushing yards, and he'll mix in some passes and just be a general badass like he normally is. Like, yeah, that's what the offense is going to run through. They didn't change. They didn't do anything to tell me that they're going to change the offense in Tennessee. So sorry, not sorry. All right, back to James. All right, so I've got one a little bit different here. 
it's two wide receivers and a tight end. And you can look at it as a tight end premium two or not. Tables and a microphone. Allen Robinson, Mike Williams, Darren Waller. Ooh, that one is good. Ooh. We've got some negative heat on Darren Waller as of late with all the changes going on in, in Raiders camp. Mike Williams on the up I and up and I Allen Robinson mine. taking over the, the wide receiver two spot I think in I LA. Got mine. What's right, it? Go I'll go. I'll go. Allen Robinson. Keep. I will trade Darren Waller, and I will cut Mike Williams. See, I've got keep Mike Williams. That's trade trade Darren Waller while his value is still high, and then cut Allen Robinson, which yes. hurts because I love Allen Robinson. Yes. But Mike Williams tied to Justin Herbert. He's the clear number two. Keenan Allen's getting up there in age. Mike Williams, I mean, we saw him through the first half of the season look like the Mike Williams we always wanted him to, and then he faded a little bit. I was going to say, and then the other four and a half years we've seen. <laughs> then he faded a little, you know, but I, he's going to get the targets. He's a big play threat. He's going to get the red zone looks. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to keep Mike Williams. I, I think Allen Robinson will have a good year, but it's also in the range of outcomes. I know he got a lot of guaranteed money, but it's also in the range of outcomes. Like, he's starting – you talked about having some soft tissue, lower body injuries, Tyler, and Allen Robinson is – Starting to get some of those. He had some Chicago Bears issues. That's what those <laughs> issues were. Well, yeah, that's was... possible as well. But now nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Mike Williams and trade Waller and cut Allen Robinson. That's fair. Like Sounds that like one. you're with me, James. It was a good one. Yes, I agree. Okay. My I'm gonna go to wide receiver. Now this one has a rookie in it. Drake London, DJ Moore, or Deontay Johnson. Now Drake London's value on Di- this is what I find absolutely industry or in interesting about values and ADP and rankings. So London's value in DTC is 24.6. His ranking is wide receiver 32 on DLF and his ADP is wide receiver 15. So a huge difference. <laughs> DJ Moore, his value is 23 wide receiver 13 and wide receiver 13 for ADP and ranking Deontay Johnson, 25.4. So he's worth more wide receiver 15 rankings wide receiver 14 for adp keep hmm. trade or cut james I'll let you take this one who was it dj moore drake london and Deontay. Deontay johnson i am keeping drake london the youth i'm not i'm gonna hold on to the youth uh, i don't care i i think he's the next best thing uh man that's gonna be a tough one give me trading Deontay johnson i think i can get a lot more than with him than I can for DJ Moore and DJ Moore's the cut. We don't know the quarterback situation down there in Carolina. And even if we did, it looks <laughs> disgusting. So yeah, give me uh give me Deontay as the trade away, Drake London as the keep. I'm keeping DJ Moore, the only receiver in the NFL that's gone over a thousand or twelve hundred yards from scrimmage the last three years. Uh, regardless of quarterback situation, I love DJ Moore. He's ultra talented. So I'm going to keep DJ Moore. All three of these players have questionable, questionable quarterback sure. situations. I'm going to trade Drake London because I'm not a believer in Drake London. Um, Eiffel Tower. I, I know. I'm not a believer in Drake London. Uh, I think I'm maybe I'm a little scorned from large receivers that aren't great at separation. Nikhil Harry, JJ, guys like that. I'm not a Drake London guy. And I will trade him while his value is smoking high. Um, and I think you can get more from what his, you know, his ADP is. Because people have rookie fever and they want a piece of that. Um, and then I'm going to cut Deontay Johnson. But I'm keeping DJ. Uh, DJ Moore is like, 
he's just criminally underrated. I think he is one of the best receivers he's in the league. And it doesn't bust, matter. Though. Well, he's only scored four touchdowns each year, like in his career. He's Julio, <laughs> but smaller. With a, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm going to keep DJ Moore. I think the touchdown regression will eventually improve. That's what um, they maybe say he about gets Julio. to eight. <laughs> I mean, Julio's he had what one double digit touchdown? He had. I, I think Not he had even. one with nine. Him and Andre Johnson are like. Oh, that's a great twins. comp. I think it has uh, a lot to do with Christian McCaffrey again this year as well. If Christian McCaffrey stays he, healthy, he, DJ he Moore. Proved, yeah. DJ Moore had like a, a, almost 1,200 yards when Christian McCaffrey had 100 catches. Doesn't matter. DJ Moore, so, bulletproof. It, it, it's it's very interesting, this keep trade cut, because all three could have coaches. Well, I think Tomlin stained, but we know yeah, what Tomlin's Deontay We know what Deontay is. The issue is like Drake London. That coaching staff could be gone within a couple of years. DJ Moore's coaching staff could change this year and just throw everything out He's of already whack. been through two coaches. That's it just true. doesn't matter with DJ Moore. Coaches, quarterbacks. Oh, I McCaffrey, love DJ Moore. No McCaffrey. Just take DJ Moore and be done. It, I'm I'm actually with you. I'm keeping DJ Moore. I'm trading Drake London because the value is gigantic, like the Eiffel Tower. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, Deontay is, is my cut. Are we back to me? Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna do another running back one. This one's an interesting one. I thought, and it might be easy for you guys, but it's probably gonna be super easy for you guys. But whatever. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Tyler just walked away. I think he's got his Bluetooth earbuds, and if not, I'll repeat myself. It's fine. Uh, AJ Dillon, James Connor, or Miles Sanders. This is another back to back to back startup rank. They're all clustered together. All right, I'm keeping Dylan. Okay. I love the talent, love the situation that he's in. We saw him pick up more reps last year. I think that trend continues into this season. Uh, trading James Connor. He is on the high right now, coming off what RB4 last season. Yeah, and 18 touchdowns. Yeah, I, then there's no way those touchdowns are sustainable uh, coming into I... this year. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Possibly Maybe you. Could be you. Um, but no, I, I don't think so. I'm I'm going to trade him while he's sky high right now in value to a contending team. And then Miles Sanders, I got I just got rid of him for a mid-second, so I'm happy to cut him. See you later. Bye, Miles Sanders. All Miles right. Sanders. What are the people? See, I knew this was gonna happen. AJ <laughs> Dillon, James Connor, Miles Sanders. They're right. back to back to back in ADPs. I will keep James Connor. I will trade AJ Dillon and I will cut okay. Miles Sanders. Why Connor over over Dillon? You're not going to get the value. I I just think that his early career just solidified his value. It put like bound boundaries on his value. This is what you're getting for the rest of his career. It doesn't matter what he does. So for me, that's it. I think Sanders you could get a ton for, but AJ Dillon, the hype on him from last year is real. So for me, I think Connor's going to score maybe twice as many points as Dylan if he stays healthy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the points. Fair yeah, enough. Kind of like the Derrick Henry situation. Hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, you know this is an interesting. I think I'm kind of with James on this one, uh, with keeping or trading Connor because his value is sky high. I just don't think there's a lot of people that believe in him. I think that's the problem. Um, if so you believe me, on him, he's already on your team. He sure. is. He's worth a second. That's the best you're getting. I bet you could get a first for Connor. For no somebody. way. There's no way you're grabbing a first. There's somebody out there that's going to be like, yes. I'm going to keep so. Connor. I am going to, I'm going to trade Dylan 
and I'm going to cut Sanders as much. And I like all three of these running backs. They're currently RB 25, 26, and 27. That's Dylan Connor Sanders. So they're all kind of clumped in together. Um, Miles Sanders though, like I would go out, he's a buy for me. I think that, you know, they didn't do a ton at the running back position. We know he's talented. We also know he has some, he has some troubles in his game too, but I just think Miles Sanders is a really, really good player. And I think if you can get him for a mid second, like James just said, if you got a mid second for him. Uh, I'd pay that. I'd pay a mid second in this class to get Miles Sanders for sure. Uh, I like that a lot. Cause I think Miles Sanders, you know, you give Miles Sanders a couple hundred touches. He's, he could have an Aaron Jones efficiency type season, especially with that new passing offense with um, AJ Brown there uh, and Devonta Smith getting rave reviews in the, in OTAs as well as Goddard. Um, so yeah, I like Miles Sanders a lot. So I, that's a guy that I'm trying to go out and uh, acquire if I can here in the, so James, we're back to you, buddy. All right. And uh, I have a couple of running backs as well. And these guys are all close together in startup ADP running back 35, 36 and 39. James Robinson. Cut. Devin Singletary, cut. Michael Carter, cut. Now, yeah, yeah, he just cut all of them. And, you know, <laughs> no, I'm that, kidding. I'm kidding. But I mean, these are this is a, a very good scenario to what you may this be a, looking at yeah. on your rosters right after your rookie draft, saying, "Damn, I have James Robinson, Devin Singletary, and Michael Carter, and I do not have the room to keep all three. What are we doing here?" I think I'm going to keep Michael Carter. Because I still believe Doug loves Michael Carter. I do love Michael Carter. I think even with Brees Hall there, Michael Carter um, is going to do enough. I'm going to trade uh, Devin Singletary because uh, I think that right now his value is pretty good. We saw what he did at the end of the season, but then they go and draft James Cook. He's a free agent at the end of the year, so his future is a little uncertain. I don't know if another team is going to view him as a starting running back per se. So I'm going to trade Singletary where his value is high. And James Robinson, he's an easy cut for me. Like, Super easy. That wasn't easy. Tyler, what yeah, you? I'm I'm with you, 100. percent nice. It was easy. James Robinson to me, his his value and his Ross, like him on your roster, are kind of hurting you more than helping. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I for me, yeah, the value is with Singletary. Boom. All right, Tyler. On to All you. right, we're gonna go tight ends. Ooh, that's my Do next it. one too. All right, I've got Dallas Goddard. Ooh. Yep. Pat Fryermuth. Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson. Ah, I, I had the same one, but with Schultz as the third one. So I thought Hawkinson, about Schultz, but for me, I wanted to involve there's seven, Hawkins. eight, nine. They're I like, want to involve boom, Hawkinson. Boom. Now here's the difference. Dallas Goddard, 16.6 on DTC tight end seven for rankings tight end six for ADP. Mm-hmm. Pat Farimuth, 15.5 tight end eight for rankings tight end nine for ADP. Hawkinson, 27. That's high for DTC tight end five for rankings tight end seven for ADP. So Goddard's going before him in ADP Hawkinson's worth more on DTC. Now I, I've actually, uh, even on Twitter, they've said Dallas Goddard is the bargain version of TJ Hawkinson. So what are you guys doing? Keep trader cut. I'm keeping Hawkinson trading Dallas Goddard and I'm going to cut Fryermuth. Unfortunately, oh, I know, I know. Yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm the opposite. I'm gonna keep Pat Fryermuth because I'm a believer. I'm gonna trade Hawkinson because I'm kind of like not at my wits' end with him yet. But this is year four, and I'm kind of like, 
is he ever going to be what we think he's going to be this year? I, we'll see. <laughs> That's but an it, evergreen you just, tweet. <laughs> you just heard what his value was, and we all went, whoa. Yeah. David Johnson, whoa. So I'm going to trade Hawkinson while the value is still in. I'm going to – I mean, this one stinks. I'm going to cut Gall- cut Dallas Goddard. They just brought in A.J. Brown. Like, they have Devonta Smith, who they had a first-round pick on. Goddard, he's going to get work, and he's going to have some nice weeks, but I don't know. I like – Give me Fryermuth, man. Like he's, I just, I love Pat Fryermuth. Um, and you know, Goddard is a sneaky what twenty seven, almost twenty eight. So I'm gonna roll with Pat, the Fryer of the mouth. I'm okay. I'm actually the opposite with you. I'm going Goddard as my keep and Fryermuth as my cut. As much as it sucks, I lo- I love Goddard. I think he showed a lot last year, and I get the AJ Finally. Brown edition. The AJ Brown edition stinks. As long as Goddard stays out of the North Dakota, South Dakota bars and doesn't get blindsided, he'll be just fine. (laughs) James, what do you think on this one? I think I already said it, but uh, it's getting late. It's I think he did. He did say it. I think I might want to switch it now that I'm thinking about with the Hawkinson Hawkinson value. I'm going to trade Hawkinson. I'm going to keep Goddard. Because I think he is Jalen Hurts' safety net. And I'm still. I think Jalen Hurts' legs are Jalen Hurts' safety net. We shall see. How can legs be a net? (laughs) What is this guy? What are you? I mean, if you're Odell Beckham. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the most cringiest scenes ever on a football field with Odell Beckham in the kicking net. Like, that was. How do you think he felt? Peak cringe. All right. We're not going to do my tight end one. I'm gonna cross that off. It was that too close. Players. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I'm gonna do another wide receiver one. So I've got Cortland Sutton, Chris Olave, or Olave, uh, and Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk <laughs> uh, as my three players here. They're all back to back to back in startup ADP. So what say you? Sutton, Olave, Ayuk. Super easy for me, and it's the right. order that you said it. I'm gonna keep Sutton. I. As much as I love right. Judy, I have come around. I think Sutton is the dude. So when Russell Wilson says, like Cecil Lammy too has stated, Sutton's getting all the work. He's the one. But when Judy, he, all he says is like, uh, he's, he, he could be something special. Like he could be. And then Hamler, he's saying, he's comparing Hamler to Tyler Lockett, but yet Judy's just getting, he could be somebody could special. Be. Yeah. Yeah. I love Judy. Not a lot think, of commitment there. I think the talent's there, but man, Sutton's upside is unreal, especially with Russell Wilson. I'm going to hang on to him. I'm going to trade Olave because I think the value is crazy right now. People mm-hmm. love good, him. Good reports coming out about Olave, though. Apparently, yeah, he, let him keep going. We'll get more back he for a floats trade. On, floats in air, walks on water. So that. Like, like Jesus. Yeah. So Olave is getting all the hype for me. Let, let's see uh, if you want a wide receiver, a high end wide receiver, three low end wide receiver, two for your team. and You don't want upside. Go for Chris Olave. That's just fine. Yeah, I'm and definitely cutting. Ayuk. Yeah, yeah definitely Ayuk. cutting Ayuk and yeah, uh, trading away true. Olave with his value as high as it is right now. And you know, the beautiful thing about like situations like this, when you have dynasty rosters, is that you don't even need to play dynasty week to week. If you want to make decisions like this on who to start, you can go on underdog fantasy, right? And you yeah. can do DFS and you can be like, you know what? I like this player this week. And you don't have to commit to a player long term, which is one of the funnest things about underdog and just DFS in general. The NFL offseason for sure has everyone hyped. 
and you don't want to join another startup because, you know, there's a lot of startups going on. Go download the Underdog app right now. Hit pause. Go download. Use code DHH to have your deposit matched up to $100. It's free money for something you're going to play anyways. You, you know, you might have been typically playing on DraftKings or Yahoo DFS or, you know, uh, what's the other one? Fan, not Fanball. Draft, uh, which is made by these people. They yeah. sold Draft to FanDuel and then made their own app again. Yeah, so like FanDuel and stuff like that. Uh, so, And they also have baseball. There's rookies and sophomores draft. There's the Puppy, which is a $5 league. They have their big million, $10 million um, that you can get into. And the, the first place winner takes home like $2 million. Second place gets a milli. Like, that's pretty awesome. So if you want to roll the dice there and maybe draft, you know, it's all about finding the diamond in the rough in week one. All sorts of best balls, over-under predictions, which is where I'm going to hang out at, I think, most of the time. There's going to be some DHH leagues as well. So you can challenge us week to week and see who wins the DF mat- DFS matchups on underdog. So don't miss out on this deal. Once again, code DHH for your deposit up to a $100 matched. Let's uh, let's finish up here. Last last round. We got All one right. each. I got some quarterbacks. Okay. Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, and Tua Tagovailoa. Stafford, Carr, and Tua. Keep okay. trade cut. Oh man! So I'm gonna cut Carr because like it's it's almost like James Connor. Like his value's solidified. That's all you're getting, no matter what. It doesn't matter who they add. His value uh, went up this season, though. I will, I will keep Stafford and trade Tua. See, I'd almost like oh, this is a risky one if you keep Tua though, because what if he stinks? Yep, and his values, uh it's going, going up. up. Yeah, he's right behind Justin Fields now. He's QB 16, Fields is 15. I don't think I'll take the chance on Fields. And their DTC a... values are right now Stafford is 28, Derek Carr is 21, and Tua is 24 as the I, I top think I'm, sell. I'm, I'm rolling with Tyler on this one. I agree. Stafford, Tua Carr. Stafford throws deep to a car. That'd be fun. <laughs> and he missed it short. <laughs> short. Sheesh. No, I think I'm I'm with you guys. I, I think I'm... I'm keeping Stafford, trading away Tua, and cutting Carr. I don't want to yeah. try to trade Stafford because I don't want to hear the other person go, well, he's 34. Yeah, <laughs> I think know, he would be the hardest. Play to like he's the hardest days. one to trade out of this. I, I think you can go back and forth on Derek Carr and Tua That's true. being the trade candidate here. That's because true. Carr did. Yeah, it's pretty true. <laughs> kind of Carr-ish. Um, but no, Carr gained oh. value in the offseason. No. That was bad. Uh, bad. Gain value with Devontae Adams coming in into the offense. Uh, Tua obviously gets Tyreek Hill, so he has no more excuses. I don't think they either or have excuses, which is the perfect time to get rid of them. Carr got a huge extension, so he's in play. Like he's playing. He's the guy. He is the Raiders. All right. Now, this is going to be a fun one. I've got a mix, a mixed bag here. All right. Cam Akers, Cam Akers, Chris Godwin, Mac Jones. Now, Cam Akers, DTC, super 23, flex. super flex, tight end premium, whatever you want. Oh. Cam Akers, 23.6. Now, his overall ADP is what I'm going to give you, and that's uh, 54. His ranking is 70. Chris Godwin, 22 even. His ranking is 36, but his ADP is 63. Mac Jones, 21.3, so he's the least valuable. He is for rankings 57, but his ADP is 43. 
<laughs> that's because it's super flex ranking or All ADP. Right. And man, super I'm, flex fourth round. That's who you're getting. You're getting Mac. I'm I'm chiming in here. I'm going to keep Mac because he's a quarterback. He's the most valuable. And the reports out of New England from the players, the coaches, everyone involved saying big leap for Mac Jones in year two. Slim Mac. I'm st- slim I'm sticking Mac. with the Slim Mac. I, I'm loving the keep Slim him. Mac this season. Yeah, especially I'll, in the I'll trade. Flex, I'm definitely keeping. Yeah, Mac I'll Jones. trade Godwin and uh, cut the other guy. Acres. <laughs> that's embarrassing because that's your guy. I'm telling him. <laughs> Um, I'm going to keep Godwin only because he is a wide receiver and I think he still has a chance to come back. And then I am cutting acres in this situation. I am 10, I'm 10,000% with Doug. Keep the quarterback. Always. It doesn't matter if they're a quarterback too. And you're like, Oh, well he scores me 15 points. Well, you want, I'm going to take those 15 points every week for 4,000 yards, hundred percent. And there's 20 plus touchdowns. I would take in his Mac. rookie year. I would so take you're Mac. trading Acres or are you I'm trading cutting, Godwin? I'm, I'm cutting Acres, trading Godwin. Fair enough. Same. I think that's what we what we said. No, you uh, said you are. Keeping, I said I'm keeping Mac Jones. No, you said keeping you said Godwin. Keep Godwin. <laughs> oh well, I meant to say trade Godwin. I'm sorry. It's all right, we're all I, I was with here. Doug when I said keep Mac Jones. Yeah, and when you said I'm keeping Godwin, I was like, "Wow, that's keeping Godwin." And then I'm cutting. Oh, it's getting late here. Jesus, sun's getting real low, big guy. Yeah, man. We Let me see your palm earlier, dude. <laughs> Tell that to my uh, kids. Anybody have any other ones that they want to go out real quick before we wrap up? I have a fun one. Okay. Keep trade cut real quick. I don't. I have the values for some of them, but uh, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, and Desmond Ritter. Cut all of them. This class stinks. <laughs> I was gonna put in Matt Cor- Coral. 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 But. Corral. But I know he would get, he was going to be the cut for everybody. Is he the like, golden the, corral? Is he going to be that good? The fact that Carolina drafted him, traded up to get him, and now they're like, well, we're not we're not out on Jimmy G or Baker. <laughs> oh, freaking mess. The All right, so I'm keeping the Riddler. You know, he's my guy. I just picked up my fourth share this week in my last startup. I am trading Malik Pick Willis. Oh, okay. Because I have a feeling his value as a quarterback, especially if it's super flex, is going to be high. And Pickett's got the higher value, right? He's the Pickett, first quarterback off the board. Pickett. Not Willis. Pickett's a first rounder. Willis is like a mid second. Pickett's value is a lot more. It's like twenty four yeah, on Pickett, DTC. Dude. Pick baby hand Pickett. Yeah, then what's Burrow? Right. I got. I'm I'm done with the baby hand thing. If he's baby hands, what's Burrow? Burrow's got a half an inch on him. Dead Not even. Hands. And three in the pants. Not even. Well, this is probably like eight in the pants. His name is Burrow. <laughs> you know what that is, right? He's. It's, Why it's did I for, think he said George Pickens? For me, Man, I got to start paying attention with for Tyler me, Talks. Not even for me, yet. for me, it's it's Ritter. I'm with you on Ritter, and, and and Ritter is lighting up camp more than Drake London right now, from what I'm hearing. Like, there's more positive reports about Ritter than London. London is like zero Drake London ownership right here. It's just it's just zero. even keel. That's that's London. He's making, you know, the catches he needs. That's zero. what it is. The learning Doug, you're going to eat your words. And zero. Ritter Ritter has been all all Ritter's the talk. Gonna wind all up the start in the season. It's, I think it's going to be Mariota, but the second Mariota takes off and run after like the second time. Yeah, game 2. He's going to shatter. But um yeah, I think Pickett's a trade. And the cuts Willis. As much as I really think Willis will hit, I really do. I think he hits. Uh, that's that's tough. I, I think Doug's going to be Malik over Ritter, though. 
the Konami code. But don't forget, Ritter ran a four five. Cut those baby hands. Trade those baby hands. <laughs> I'm trading baby hands for sure. Uh, yes. I'm going to keep Willis just to be different, and I like Willis. I think if he hits, it's massive. Yeah, Konami code style, Jalen Hurts style. Yeah, Get, for sure. Gundam style. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. All right, we've we've hit the we've hit the cliff, and we're we're about to James off was off that cliff. Like, oh yeah, he's, he's, he <laughs> that got... last that last keep trade cut came out of nowhere, bit me in the ass. I don't know what happened. I thought <laughs> which one like George four Pickens, goes uh, instead of Kenny Pickett. We're yeah. talking baby hands. I had I'm to go talking... lay my kid back down, and I'm more in in the in sync oh, right now. James has had a God. tough day in the sun. He's been drinking. He played oh, golf. So cut him, we'll tough. cut him a little bit of slack. Oh, my this gosh. Time. So tough. So we won't so necessarily do it next time, but we'll do it this time. All <laughs> right, let's. Thanks, Doug. You're such I, a I did want to give a shout out to DynastyNerds.com. Check them out. Sign up for the Nerd Herd. Use code DHH for fifteen. That's one five off of any subscription. There's trade tools. We you heard us talk a little bit about DTC. Well, Dynasty Nerds has trade tools as well. There's an extra Nerd Herd episode. So if you know mowing your lawn, you like to listen to podcasts every day, you get a little bit of extra on top, like little Lanya, little extra on top. If you play Madden, you know what I'm talking about. Prospect Film Room, Prospect Scores, and the Dynasty G, which is awesome. And if yes. you're looking for some DHH gear for the summer, you can cut the sleeves off a sweatshirt like Tyler would at the gym, or cut the sleeves off a t-shirt if you want. Just, you know, you get, you're, sweatshirts you're, all you're day. flexing the guns. Uh, go on Verde, Verde and Global. You can search DHH or Dynasty Happy Hour. You can find our shirts and all the goodies to go along with that. So once again, wanted to thank our other sponsors, Fantasy Points, as well as Trophy Smack. Lots of good stuff going on. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, well, actually, James and Tyler will be back next week. I'll be on a cruise ship. Hopefully, I got a test negative on Wednesday. Today was the final boss of dodging COVID bullets. The final boss. <laughs> the final Who the boss hell approved his day off. I didn't get. I didn't sign off on this. Shit. I told Tyler a while ago I was going on a cruise. Oh, so, well, that makes uh, he has he has the PTO. He has yet. the PTO. He's approved. I have the P- oh, I have a PTO. PTO. Uh, so yes, I'll be I'll be leaving on a cruise. So it'll be James and Tyler, and maybe they'll bring a guest on, mystery guest, possibly you. Hey. Like, uh, guest. Guest. Put James to. Th- Does he know the players? I don't know. What's the rest? I don't know. Is anyway. it Kenny Pickens or George Pickens? <laughs> oh, see, you screwed it up, Kenny Pickens. Is it, right. is it Carl? Is it Carl Pickens, the Carl Bengals Pickens. receiver? Maybe. Boy. I don't know. All right, that's gonna wrap us up for Dynasty Happy Hour. These guys will see you next week. I'll be on a cruise, getting even more tan and living life. We'll see you next time on Dynasty Happy Hour. Peace.